0: what is up everyone this is episode 14 of the podcast run to uh, discover a quick episode here with my friend my good friend from texas luke scribner what is up buddy
1: What's going on, man? Nice to see you again. It's been a while. It's been it's been since July. Um yep.
0: thanks for uh, you know, hopping on here, but you know, I gave you a text this morning, but thank you for your uh Yeah, man, I'm glad to be here. That.
1: I've been I've been telling you since the summertime, you know, yeah. it's kind of it's uh you know kind of time for us to get together and, and talk about running and all yeah. that kind of stuff because you know we have so much history together with Boston and all these different races we've Boston, done together. Yes. Like man, like we'll get to that later, but geez the wee, man. We've got some we got some good history and some, some good, good history and hopefully some
0: uh, some good races for you and yeah. I um in the future. Um, yep. but for the people that don't know you, Luke, uh, people that listen to this podcast, definitely I would say ninety eight percent, ninety seven percent is like from Oklahoma. I have maybe okay. like two, three percent of Texas people, so shout out sure. to those Texans. Yeah. Whoever it is that's listening, I appreciate it. And hopefully we get more uh, after this episode. But yeah, Luke, um, to begin with, uh, tell us about yourself. Kind of tell us where did you start running, where you're from, um, <laughs> and kind of where are you right now?
1: Yeah, the backstory. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I started running kind of when I was young. Uh, I was mainly a basketball and baseball player. Uh, my dad, My dad was like a big-time runner, and he ran in college and all that kind of good stuff. And he just kind of was like, hey, you want to run a 5K when I was like, eight years old, nine years yeah. old. I like, sure. You know, so I go out and run like 22 minutes or something like that. Just, just dumb. Like you're like, okay, a kid <laughs> that age shouldn't be running. this. And then it was like, Oh, well, you're pretty good at this. You should start running this more often. So then we did another one and, yeah. you know, and then I kind of just kind of did it on and off until I got to middle school and then, um, got to middle school. And it was funny. I was actually telling a guy, a buddy of mine from Venezuela this yesterday or the other day, we were heading down to A&M and m is, uh, you know, so I got to middle school, seventh grade district, like I'd been running, you know, against all these different schools and stuff. And we get the district yeah. and my mom was like, hey, I'll buy you your first phone if you win district. You know, she didn't think I was going to bribe you. Yes. Yeah. And it was, I mean, just back the day before the iPhones and all that stuff. I have some Motorola like flip phone razor. Was it even the like razor? That. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. So, it you know, it was awesome. I was like, all yes. right, I want that phone. Right. I want to walk around and flip it up with my yes. and look cool yes so i go out you know and win it and run like ten fifty-five or ten forty-five or something like that right mm-hmm. and so i was in seventh grade we ran against the eighth graders and i was like all right i could be pretty good at this yeah, you know nice. so then my eighth grade year i got there um and i was training really well running good and i was actually like the top guy on our entire school um out of high school and everything so <laughs> i went to a very small high school farmersville texas um yes home of the fighting farmers so
0: <laughs> is, that really, is that really the mascot
1: that's it man we're, we're, we're <laughs> pitch're pitchforking the enemies we're, you know the competition so love it uh, very very uh you know small town we had like 2800 people or something like that in my small town so Man. um but you know then I ran, <clears throat> ran in high school mm-hmm. still was a big time basketball player and baseball player and then um was fortunate enough to get to go run in college yeah um, I got a scholarship to McMurray University um partly athletic um, when they were transitioning to division two and then uh mostly academic stuff so I got to go run there ran there for a year um was all-American in the DMR our team got fifth in the DMR at nationals. <clears throat> Um, and then from there, I just transferred to Tarleton State and spent uh, my last three years there. So I loved it um, and that kind of stuff. And then so after college, I started coaching. Um, I coached at Melissa High School. Um, we, we we did pretty well. Got um, was fortunate enough to get to coach some really fast kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Greer, you know, 14, 20 something, I think when he ran his senior year. Uh, Lucas Tausch, you know, low 15-minute guy. Actually, I got to coach my little brother, who's a 15-30 guy as a junior. I remember that. Um, you know, we had we had a lot of fast talent. And then after Melissa, I went to Texas A&M Conference <clears throat> University, um, spent two years there, um, coached a couple sub-150 guys in the 800. Um, you know, we had we had <clears throat> some pretty fast fast guys that showed up mm-hmm. um, that I that I recruited. Um, and then had a kid run 8-12 in the 3K um, so he was rolling pretty quick too, and ran. He ended up running like fourteen oh something for the five k. Um, and then after that, um, I got out of college coaching and did some insurance for a little while. We'll kind of talk about that here yes, in a little curious. bit. Yeah. And then now yeah. I am currently the head cross country and track coach at Frisco Reedy. Um, it's a five a high school in Frisco. One of our thirteen high schools that we have goodness um so yeah we've we've got almost as many kids in the school as we did in my hometown so the 25 or 2400 kids or whatever we have like it's 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 a pretty big school so um yeah man so that's kind of a little bit of the backstory and all that good stuff so
0: so you said you placed fifth in the dmr yeah yeah so my leg
1: were you um i was a 1200 leg Okay. So Talking yeah. 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 So when I ran I ran the mile and ran four uh four eighteen um, mm-hmm. for the mile. Um, but I was just always a better opening leg. I could run with yeah. people versus trying to exactly. get people. So uh coach threw me in <laughs> that twelve hundred leg and and that was was a lot of fun. Especially I got to run at University of Kansas one time, and I remember we run the DMR trying to qualify for the national meet, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I jump in and and it's me and a bunch of Kansas guys. And I was, right. like, I was way in over my head. I mean, in high school, it's 424 <clears throat> in the mile mm-hmm. and like 1630 in the 5K. You know, nothing, anything that great. Yeah. And uh, I jump in with <clears throat> these guys and they, <laughs> like, I get in the middle and then we come through at like 60 seconds for the 400 and I'm getting like pushed in the back, like yeah. pick it up, pick Let it up. Yeah. And I can't go anywhere. So I end up running like 304, 305. And I was like... I get done. I'm dead. And my dad was like, Hey, could you have jogged like a 70 last lap? And I was like, yeah, probably. And he was like, you'd have ran four fifteen If you'd have jogged a 70. Yeah. So I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, it's probably been a lot harder than I thought, but you know, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, that was awesome, man. Uh, I, I used to give all of my teammates, um, crap because it was division three, all American. Um, but all my division two teammates, like we had two or three guys that were national champions and, um, all Americans, but, I give him crap because I was like, "Oh, um, but you're not uh, all American <laughs> like I am." So yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny, man. So, nice. hey,
0: man, I actually didn't know you all American with DMR. I d- I didn't yep. know that, so that's pretty mean. I mean, neat. Twelve hundred leg.
1: Yep, nice. yep, it was pretty fun, man. <clears throat> our um, Spot on our um, uh, mile leg guy was he got it in like ninth place because I had us in like <clears throat> top five, <clears throat> and then our four hundred guy had us there. And our 800 guy just had a horrible day, ran like 2.03 or something like that. And so our mile that guy, he ran like 4.19 and had to catch like a bunch of people. Uh, But at that time, that was when like uh, Oklahoma Christian had a 4.01 guy. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a couple other teams that were doing the same thing. We were doing that transition from D3 to D2 or – and, I mean, there were some really fast guys. Um, actually, the guy who won the Houston <clears throat> Marathon last year was actually running the 5K and 3K at the National. Yeah, really? it was crazy, man. I was, I was looking at it, I was like, hey, I know who that guy is. And then he, you know, now running 210 and for the marathon and all that kind of good stuff, so. Man. Yeah, that, that's moving. That
0: is moving. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said Oklahoma Christian, so that's where a lot of us, here in Edmond in like Oklahoma City metro that's where we go do our track workouts they just got a new track nice. facility um it's open but yeah. mostly to the public but we know the coach so that's actually where we go do our workouts that's where i did my uh, workout this morning
1: nice that's all awesome. it's pretty nice yeah yep
0: yeah. so we I think we had a good like a 145 146 800 guy last year um yeah. he just didn't do too well when it came to, like the meet uh, you know you gotta qualify you gotta keep doing the rounds and all that and
2: mm-hmm.
0: i think running 800 four times to even qualify for nationals was too much so you didn't do too hard yeah but yeah that's where we do a lot of our workouts i mean up here i don't know how it is in Texas, mm-hmm. a lot of these tracks are like blocked or we don't have access to yeah um, you being a head coach yeah, you do you do but a lot of us yeah we we shut us down and we have to find yeah. we have to hop the fans, So sets
1: yeah it's that's the that's the nice thing about being a head coach at, yeah. a, at a high school. I mean, like, our our track facility isn't anything special because Frisco has so many schools. They don't build right. the big facilities like you see with some of these other high schools in Texas. Yeah. Um, but we got like, a six-lane track, you know, and I have the key to it so I can run on <laughs> it pretty much perfect, whenever yeah. I want to, you know. Um, yeah. And a lot of my workouts, like, so with my high school kids, I mean, we have a pretty successful team. Mm-hmm. Um, and We'll kind of dive into that in a little bit. Um, but my... So basically, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is kind of their workout slash long run days, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So Tuesdays and Thursdays is when they do their easy runs. So yeah. that's when I get in my workouts. So oh, okay. okay, all right, hey y'all, go y'all go do your easy run. I'm gonna jump <laughs> on the track here. and do that. You know, I think <clears> I saw something on Strava the other day. Is I did. I'm the local legend at our track, and I did. 56 miles in the past 90 days or something yeah, like yeah, that Whatever. I, you know i was like wow that's a lot <laughs> but i mean i'm doing all the workouts and all that stuff on there so it just makes it easier to do so yeah, yeah.
0: so let's dive into like head coaching and whatnot um and yep. bro, before we do um last episode we had daniel soto i'm not sure if you've heard of it just or heard heard of him and the episode yep. but it came out sunday um uh-huh. daniel he ran in iowa and he's professionally running for Henson's Brooks. So nice. we're asking him advice and whatnot. Um, but Ben who runs here in Oklahoma City and he's trying to get two eighteen for the marathon, we yep. always ask people like, so whenever you're training for like a half marathon or a marathon, do you stray away, and this is your training, do you stray away from like a track or do you do most of your track or do you do most of your workouts on the track?
1: Yeah, so with me, um <laughs> a lot of the workouts that I want to get consistent results on. So like my threshold <clears throat> workouts um, you know, aerobic threshold workouts, anaerobic threshold workouts, those kinds of mm-hmm. things. I like to spend a lot of time on the track because it's yeah. even planes. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you know exactly how far it is. You know, because sometimes I, I promise I'll get on the road and my watch will be. I'm like, this the effort's not adding up here, and then you get on the track and I'm running 15 <laughs> seconds faster. You know. Yeah. Um. So I, I like it because, um, it's it's always the same it's 400 meters around it's flat you're not having to do with hills and all that kind of good stuff mm-hmm. um so the stimulus is the same across the board and it's easy to go okay hey i, I ran a four mile tempo at 540 pace this yeah. week and six weeks ago i couldn't run three miles at 540 pace right you know i mean whether it's the weather or whatever mm-hmm. the case is but you can look at it and you can go okay hey i can make these things even um i also i mean if I'm doing like marathon specific stuff, like yeah. so say, like this weekend, like I have a three mile warm up, eight miles at marathon pace, and three mile cool down. I'll do that on the road just because, okay, right. I need to get used to running marathon pace stuff yes. on the road, that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. kind of how I break it up. Um, the stuff I want to be consistent on and be able to track over time, mm-hmm. um, I do more on the track <laughs> surface. Yeah. And then the marathon pace stuff for effort based, like if I'm doing Three minutes on, two minutes, whatever, I will do that on the on road. The, the grass or something. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah. Nice. I feel like that's what everyone's answer is is like most of it would be on the track unless um, you have like a steady steady slate long run, then you want to yeah. go on the road. Um yeah. but perfect. Yeah, that's honestly what how what Ben and I have mentioned and answered it too. But nice. yeah. So educate me, um, Oklahoma does it differently from like Texas when it comes mm-hmm. to like high school meets, um leading yeah. into state. Um, for example, um, Oklahoma has their regional meets uh, this mm-hmm. Saturday and right after regionals, um, state, the week after. Okay. So I think Oklahoma has their state meet the week before Texas does. Yep. But before you explain it, like Oklahoma, it pretty much everyone goes into regionals. Okay. Two regionals for Class 5A, 6A. But it's a top seven teams, I believe, in the top five individuals. And that mm-hmm. makes... 14 teams for state and your additional qualifiers from the two regions. Um, mm-hmm. And then state is just um, not sure where state is held in Texas, but um, here yeah. in Edmond, uh, nothing too crazy. The course isn't as nice, but it's fast. Um, yes. But yeah, that's kind of how it is in Oklahoma. Um, I know okay. you were telling me about districts and all, but yeah, yeah. explain that to
2: me.
1: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, First of all, in Texas, we have different A's like y'all do. We have one through six A. Obviously, one Mm -hmm. is the smallest school. Six A is the biggest, right? So in that, um, you're divided up into districts. So like our district, we have eight schools um, that are around our area. So it's like us, um, the Colony, uh, other Frisco schools, and then like two or three Carrollton Carrollton schools. Mm -hmm. So schools that are the same size as us that are – you know within a relatively close area um and so in that district meet we race um and they take the top three teams um that go to regionals and then the top 10 individuals so like at our district meet this past week it was us which is frisco reedy and then frisco wakeland and then that was pretty much the top 10 in the boys there was like one kid from the colony (laughs) one kid from you know so when you have you know Two pretty powerhouse schools, such as us and Frisco Wakeland. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we averaged 16 12 and they averaged 16 17 um, at our district meet, which was, I mean, we were getting after it. We were pushing it pretty hard. Um, and I mean, they took it, they took the race out hard and we ran hard in the back half. So, um, you know, it just worked out when we beat them by two points. Um, but, anyways, so you have that um, district meet, you take those three teams and then you go to the regional meet. Okay. So the regional meet is composed of 10 different, eight, no eight different districts. Mm-hmm. So you have four wow. regions. You have like a Southern region, which is like the Houston areas and East Texas, which is, um, uh, it's kind of like <coughs> Sam Houston up to Tyler area. Yeah. And then like a central Texas, um, which is like that Austin and El Paso area and then uh, split the North Texas area. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how, um, it goes. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I mean, but okay. in Texas, like in five, a, I think there's, I mean, it's four regions. I mean, there's probably 300 something schools. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to go. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. Let's just throw one race. So, mm-hmm. um, so when you get to the regional race, it's the top four <laughs> teams that advance to state. Yeah. Um, and then after those four teams, they take those individuals out, and then they take the next ten fastest. So, say if your team gets fifth, but you have three kids in that side, that top ten um, yeah. that aren't on those teams that qualified, you'll have three kids that qualify, yeah. and go to state. Um, and you get state, and then obviously the top three on the podium—that's um, that's the goal and that's the thing we're looking for. Um, last <laughs> year, our boys finished fifth um, at the state meet. So that was pretty good. That was the highest they've ever finished um, wow. <laughs> in my in my first year there. So yeah. um, this year we're kind of looking to get on the podium. Um, we've got the talent to do it. Uh, we're, we're a lot more in depth, um, yeah. I feel like, on the cross course than we were last year. Um, but that's just – I think they saw the kids that we had last year, and they're like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it, you
2: know. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, that's, that's kind of how the system in Texas works with qualifying for state and all that kind of good stuff there. Gotcha. And that's November
0: 5th. What's what, I guess, where is state held at?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So state is held at, um, it's in Round Rock at, oh gosh, Uh, I want to say Lynn Creek. That's where our our regionals is held in in, in Grand Prairie at Lynn Creek Park. Uh, Oh gosh. Look at me! If I can, you ought to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, in Austin, it's 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 in in round it's a, yeah round right before
0: uh, right Austin. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, there's there's a, a big park out there. It's held there every single year. I'll okay. think of it here in a minute and pop it off. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know there's <clears throat> there's a uh, there's a big uh, minor league baseball team mm-hmm. called Dell Diamond. It's out there too. Um, it's it's really nice. I mean, yeah. the course is it's relatively flat um it's you know you kind of start off it's a long straightaway about five or six hundred meters and it kind of <laughs> loops goes around this pond dam and then you kind of do a bunch of zigzags yeah. and it's one big loop um you don't make multiple loops on it and then you finish and and it's always cool because um with about five hundred four hundred meters to go yeah. you come over this bridge and then you turn and you you i mean there's people lined the entire oh, way to the finish line. That's so nice.
2: That's what kids yeah. need. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's it's pretty cool, especially like finishing right there because you see all these people just flying by. Yeah, and as a coach, you're just like, all right, it's so close. There's so many kids <laughs> in the race. I mean, because you have 200 yeah. something kids that qualify for state. Right. Um, it's it's intense, man. It, you know, we it's it's uh it's it's a pretty cool thing. If you've never been down there, I would definitely <laughs> yeah. tell people to come down and, and check it out because that's it, yeah, it's pretty have, legit. Yeah. You have people paying their bodies, <laughs> flags, all kinds of stuff. It's, it's really cool. Love it. Yeah.
0: Nice. And then postseason, would you guys, will you guys go to any meets after
1: state? Yep. Uh, so we take our team to NXR, um, yep. which is Number Oklahoma. 19. Yeah. The Oklahoma, Texas, all of them can qualify, Louisiana, yeah. Mississippi. Um, so we'll do that down at the Woodlands. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a, that's a pretty crazy course. Um, It's very tight, but it's fast. And if you get out fast enough, you can roll down there. Um, And then, you know, if we qualify for the national meet or have some individuals qualify, we'd love to go there. And then um, we're going to take a small and specific group out to uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, running lane. Yeah. What is that, December? December 5th, I think. 5th.
0: Okay, that's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like a few kids that I know and coaches that I know from Oklahoma are going. And, you know, we're taking a specific group five, you know, just five boys, maybe six boys and six girls. Yep. Um, my plan, I'm hoping after state, um, getting at least, I think I have a, more potential of taking five girls that I, I privately coach because um, a lot of these mm-hmm. boys are going with their high school teams, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I want to go out there, but yeah, it depends on how everyone's feeling after the state meet or if they want to continue yeah. to train. On that, mm-hmm. but yeah, the run lane. Not sure if you follow them on Instagram, but they're you know they always do such a good job of hyping it up. Yep. Um it's pretty neat. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to go out there. Just
1: yeah, it's. I mean, last year we ran we ran NXR and our boys were pretty tired afterwards. So, sure. Yeah. Um, we took we took take some time off and then get ready for track season. But I'm glad yeah. we did because we ran <clears throat> three indoor meets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of just moving you towards track season too. We mm-hmm. do indoor, um. And we run, you know, the mile, the 800. I mm-hmm. so I'm doing, I want them to do something just to get the legend, <clears> just to see where you're at early season and get some confidence and then kind of go from there, you know. Because um, there's gotcha. places like gotcha. New Mexico. I think OU hosts one, but that track kind of isn't the best it's in the world. Brutal. Um, it's, but it's New Mexico, bad. it's at altitude, but yeah. um, it's still a fast track. Mm-hmm. And then um, Arkansas <clears> – <throat> They do a high school meet. Um, That's a really big meet that we take our kids Mm -hmm. to. Um, And then A&M, before they were renovating, um, they're renovating and getting a whole brand new facility, which is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, Uh, We would take kids down there too. Um, But the big thing with me and like going to some of these postseason meets that you were kind of talking about with Mm -hmm. NXR and running lane and – all these high school meets and stuff like that is um, getting just the kids the opportunity to be in front of college coaches and, you know, other people that are just as fast as them on the national stage. So,
0: yeah, that's definitely how it is. Yeah. And that's like a lot of these boys and girls obviously want to do well at their state meet, but Mm -hmm. if they're feeling fresh, somewhat fresh, and then they want to continue to go for running lane or a lot of them are going to NXR again, it's because they want to be in front of that, you know, those coaches, they want to have those times. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know, email the coaches because um, yeah. a lot of these kids want to continue and run in college. I mean, that's yeah. where like Running Lane has done a good job um, since mm-hmm. 2020, you know, right? When like Nike didn't do NXR and NXN, and that's where Running yeah. Lane really popped off, especially yeah. last year with like the Newberry Park Boys going mm-hmm. out there and just crushing it.
1: Yeah, they ran well, <clears throat> man. But um, the thing yeah. is, it's just they create, they have that, <clears throat> I, I hate the word culture, but yeah, they have that mindset, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. um of just just knowing how to train and knowing how to work yeah. hard knowing how to race um it's it's funny you mentioned them we actually went i took two of my boys last year in february mm-hmm. out to run um that race they put on where colin solomon ran 832 or oh, whatever yeah. it was yeah yeah um so i was there my, i had two boys in the race um one of them ran 917 the other one ran 924 okay um so Was this I this mean, Aiden? Aiden Gonzalez. Yeah, Aiden Gonzalez. Okay. And then um, so he's now running at a A&M. A&M, yeah. and then uh Garrick uh Spieler, he's actually <clears throat> a senior this year. Yeah. Um and, and running pretty well. So we'll see how he does coming up uh at regionals and state mm-hmm. and stuff. But you know, just nice. watching them warm <clears throat> up and do their and do their drills and do everything like oh, amazing. You know, it's it's just you see it like they have a purpose with everything they do. And that's what I tell our kids too a lot mm-hmm. is my main group, like especially like in the morning for practice i go yeah. i walk up and i say okay here's the workout for today get mm-hmm. your drills get your <clears> warm-up <throat> see you when you get back and i don't yeah. have to say anything else man like and that's the that's what you want which is amazing yeah it's is giving honest. them the uh like giving these kids the ability to take control of their training like i don't i don't give mileage for easy run days mm-hmm. um i give i give minutes so i'll go all right, yeah. hey, everybody, you have in between 35 to 50 minutes today. See you when you get back. Yeah. And they do whatever they want. Like, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, so um, a lot of people want that control of like, oh, you got <clears> to <throat> do six miles, you got to do this, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel as if when I give kids the opportunity to have control of their training, yeah. then they buy in a little bit more and they go, oh, okay, hey, well, if, you know, I've had multiple kids say, hey, coach, I want to do more miles. I'm like, why? And they go, because, I want to give I think that it's going to make me faster. I don't think 35 Mm -hmm. miles a week is going to make me faster. I go, okay, then do more. Like
2: I give you a range for a reason.
1: So just control it, you know? And if I see some people that are overdoing it or something like that, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, hey, might as well chill out just a little bit. Why don't you cut back like 10, you know, five minutes a day or something like that. (laughs) And then you'll see that they, they really get into it. But yeah. Yeah, very definitely cool,
0: ends up. Yep, nice, and that's good. I know that's what you're trying to do right now, where you're at at Reedy, mm-hmm. but pretty neat. So, coaching career, you did what? Two years at AM Commerce.
1: Yep. So, i uh, had two years, <clears throat> two years at Melissa, two years at AM Commerce, and this is my second year at Reedy now. So, gotcha. kind of bounced around college. <laughs> I had my opportunity to be there, and you know, took it. it's yeah. a huge pay cut. <laughs> all that. I was going to say because
0: it's ANM Commerce D two.
1: Yeah, they're Division Two, yeah. um, and we're transitioning to the Division <clears throat> One now. But oh yeah, well, uh, I we're talking you know, about it. Yeah, yeah. So kind of took Man. took. You know, I had fun. I mean, we traveled a lot. Yeah. I went to like fifteen or sixteen different states in two yeah. years. Um, got to go to California multiple times. Florida, mm-hmm. Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Missouri. Yeah. All. I mean. New Mexico, everywhere, man, and, yeah. and we had we had fun. We got to you know see a lot of fast people, had some individuals qualify, be all American, all that kind of good stuff. So we had a lot of a lot of fun there. But the high school level, I, I just so you like high school it. better? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I like the paycheck a little better too. <laughs> um, for my college coaches, you probably understand that for sure. Yeah. Um, but as a high school coach, I feel like it's a lot easier to <clears> see success. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of the time, like, especially my kids, like they come from areas where they like have never done anything before, Yeah, you know, and if you get them to believe, like you see one kid have success, mm-hmm. then, Oh, I want to be like him. And then it just, it's a snowball effect. Yeah. Um, versus at the college level, you have some kids come in. I mean, I, I, I had a great buy and I had a great group. Um, I mean, I had Kenyans, I had people from Europe, I had kids Mm -hmm. from small town USA, like, you know, I had everything in between and everybody got better. Everybody PR, everybody ran fast time. So, but it's, it's very diverse and you have to understand like, okay, Hey, maybe this kid who comes from Kenya is, needs a different training style than the kid from big Springs, Texas. So that was the hard thing for me is kind of learning that and understanding that and, Mm -hmm. And it was funny because my Kenyan kids like they came to me, "Hey coach, what do you think about doing this? This is what you used to do in Kenya." And I was like, "All right, let me yeah. let me see what you did." And then I was like, "All right, well this is very similar to what I do anyways. Let's just yeah. add these this to it." Yeah. Just and it so then we did it and then they run 148, 149 the 800 <laughs> yeah. and qualify for nationals and get yeah. all American. So I'm like, "All right, cool. Like it makes me look smart, but it's <clears throat> like I said, in the end it's giving the kids the ownership and that's when you yeah. start seeing the success." But it's- And I love, you know, I stay having summers off, but I mean, we still practice every day pretty much every summertime too. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit less stressful Mm -hmm. and it's, it's fun just to see the kids grow because I also see high school kids and you probably see this too with your group Mm -hmm. is they, Oh coach, I could never run 20 minutes in a 5k or I could never Mm -hmm. run 16 flat in a 5k. And then you're seeing in the workouts, oh, dude, you're about to do this. You're about to do this. just do it, yeah. And then they go out and run 19.50. And you're like, all right, here we go. Like, you know, like, it was funny. You you get excited
0: whenever that happens,
1: right, for the kids. Yeah, yeah, I love it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so, and I I told somebody the other day, I love JV races. Like, because (laughs) you could be sitting there and like have a kid in the JV race and you're like, hey, like, just pick it up like you, you guys I'm Like just spray for five seconds and they're like mm-hmm. yes sir coach so i love it man and i like i've had a girl she was a 24 30 um in the 5k 24 30 in the 5k mm-hmm. and then at district uh in our jv race mm-hmm. um she goes out and runs uh 20 21 27 wow like a three minute pr, <laughs> three minute PR. Yes. and i was like what happened she goes i just believed in myself today and i was yeah. like well heck that's whole, yeah that's like a whole minute faster each mile yeah. i'm like dude <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand but okay sure let's go get it like every <laughs> yeah. like every meet she would go out hard and then die go out hard and die. Mm-hmm. go out hard and die and then she just went out with the top group and then she was like i told her it like two miles i was like hey like you're gonna get top 10 you're gonna get a there yeah. just stay here yeah. and she was like okay let's go you know so. <laughs> yeah, and she kept going yes yeah so that's that's ah, so nice cool. when your number like 12 <clears throat> girl on the team is running under 22 minutes so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty good yeah,
0: deep in depth um dude i love that that was a, such a good way to you know talk about like your coaching and all um
2: yeah.
0: and we skipped around so let's i want to go back to and we'll probably get like 15 20 minutes of this of, okay. like nomad That's yeah. A lot of people, yeah, because I a lot of people up here in Edmond, um, in Oklahoma City know. Like I, I always talk about you, but we're like, yeah, nomad, nomad. Obviously, nomad in the Dallas area is all you know so big. I guess I should say Texas is really big, but give me and give the listeners, like, how did that come up? I know there's a group of you all that you know were the OGs. Um, Mm. I love back in the day like following you guys and that's how you and i connected yeah Um, it was it was so cool um and i know you guys are still doing that and you guys have a huge following um Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like what i want to do with like oklahoma project but sure maybe in a smaller level just because like my friends and i are trying to do the same thing but you guys are you guys grew up together and that's what helps out so yeah yeah tell me
1: so so nomad is um it's 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 kind of just like a following a group um So it kind of started as just like a group of us individuals. So Colby is the founder. Um, He founded the name. He wrote it all down. It was kind of his idea. Hey, I'm going to create this brand and clothing company and this and that. So, um, you know, me, him, Tyler, Cody Campbell, um, Cody Hughes, a bunch of different people from like Anna, all that kind of stuff. We used to all run together back in the day um so we ran together all that kind of stuff and then just kept in contact yeah during um kept in contact during college and then we got out of college colby lived in princeton i lived in melissa tyler lived in anna um and we were like all right hey we gotta we gotta do something like we gotta start this so we started nomad um and at first it was like all right hey we're making singlets out of colby's grandma's garage yes. I'm serious. we would go we would go to like marshall's or whatever the home goods store is and just get random assortments of mm-hmm. uh like yarn and, and and you know knits or whatever the case is and we'd be like all right colby's grandma sew this up in this singlet you know like and she would sew them up for us and it would be the most random stuff in the world, man. Like we had all kinds of stuff. I, I'll, I'll, uh, have to send you some pictures of them so you can post. <clears throat> yes. And stuff. Yeah.
0: Cause I mean, I've seen them personally. Um, yeah. And, yeah, you can just tell <laughs> how they were made and how they, yeah, how long you guys have came the way. It's, it's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. So, so after that <laughs> we started just doing races, um, you know, Colby and then Colby moved in with me. Um, we lived in this <clears> little <throat> two bedroom house in Melissa, yeah. um, And we live together, but we ran together once a week. So that's kind of the nomad mindset of doing, we, everybody does their own thing and then we come Mm -hmm. together to race or do long runs and stuff like that. Um, so kind of how we we built, yeah. How kind of how we built it up, um, is we were just doing race videos, um, Mm -hmm. and, or workout videos or just random videos across the board. Um, and you know, we get, 500 views, 1,000 views, 2,000 views, 5,000, yeah. you know, so it just kind of blew up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big thing that made Nomad, I, can't, I think what it is, is just having that atmosphere of, okay, hey, it doesn't matter who you are, how fast you are, whatever the case is, like everybody's a part of it. Yeah. You know, we had so many people come up to us and say, hey, how do we join Nomad? I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Do you want to be a part of it? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, okay, we'll see you on Sunday morning. Like, come on, Yep. you know? <laughs> And there wasn't any like fee to join or any mm-hmm. like membership or anything like that. It was just yeah. like, hey, if you want to be a part of it, that's what we are. We're not we're not something that you have to um, you have to pay to be a part of. It's just mm-hmm. show up. And so, you know, we started doing social runs um, every yeah. Sunday. So we had a beer sponsor, and we would bring beer and for the ones that were legal, <laughs> um, not for the high school kids. Clarifying. Yeah, and then chocolate milk and then uh, donuts and stuff like that. So every Sunday, White Rock Lake, um, we would have a group of 5 to 50 people out there doing anywhere from 8 miles to 25 miles. So Mm -hmm. it just depended on who was out there, what day, all that kind of good stuff. Um, And we were rolling, man. We had high school kids that started showing up, Um, a couple of them, uh, Martin Chavez. I actually coached him. Um, He went to University of Texas, and now he's at Cali College. Uh, Will Mm. Muirhead, he's at Oklahoma State. He's at Oklahoma State, yeah. Four four flat guy, 1340, something like that in the 5K. So, like, all these kids were just showing up and um, being, like, just wanted to be a part of it, wanted to run, wanted to do long runs with us and – and we would drop the hammer on them. Like we would start off at like seven I minute too. pace the first three miles, and then be like, "All right, let's go!" And we would just like from mile three to twenty, whatever, <laughs> we'd be running six minute pace or sub six minute <laughs> pace. And you would see these kids like they just like I, I remember Will Muirhead. He started yeah. with us, and he was doing like seven thirty pace for his long runs, and he just started slowly getting better and yeah. getting better and getting better. And then he ran fifteen o something, you know, finished top five at the state championships, like. You know, started running really fast and I was like, okay, well, heck, like we're doing pretty good, you know? Yeah, right. And, um, so then from there, like Nomad had the following, we had the group of people, we had, um, kind of the mindset and then we started making singlets. So we went through a company, um, that was making our singlets, our designs, all that kind of good stuff with our logo, <laughs> everything, our tag, all that kind of good stuff. And Colby and Everett uh, Wilder yeah. are, are the main, you know, gurus behind that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they did all <coughs> the designing. Oh, <Whoa. laughs> just the dog. <laughs> they, um, you know, they had all the mindset about all that. So, kind of my my big deal was like, all right, <laughs> hey, let's get the training group together. Yeah, let's get the people together, and that's where me and Tyler kind of stepped in of just having everybody. Just being a part of it, yeah um, so we had we had the fall, we had all that kind of good stuff. we had the singlets now, and then so come COVID, uh, everything was getting canceled, <laughs> yeah, everything was going down the drain, like none of these kids were getting to compete, they're seeing exactly either, this and that kind of stuff, so we saw an opportunity, and we were like, okay, hey, we're gonna host a free meet where where anybody and everybody can come. Screw the COVID rules. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we were thinking, man. Exactly. We we're Like, right. screw it. Like, to. if we get in trouble, who cares? Like, we're not taking anybody's money. So, if they shut it down, like, it doesn't matter. So, we showed up at Germany Park, and uh, we just posted it. miles Split posted it. Yeah. And we had, like, 200 people come up.
0: <laughs> Nuts.
1: It was crazy. It was, you know, it was crazy. And was this, we like, had...
0: all ages, all
2: levels?
1: Oh, we high had, kids. we had man. middle school kids, high school kids, college <clears throat> kids, pro people yeah, like everybody like i mean yes so we had two mile races and then uh two five k's yeah. um and i think we had a girl run like 16 something we had a couple got wow. pa- like five guys run sub 15 uh, like it was just to impromptu show up we'll get your time uh mile split had all the results yeah, you can find those awesome. up on mile splits um they they did a <laughs> video of all the races and all that kind of good stuff and it was just kind of our way of saying, hey, like, doesn't matter. Like, we're just going to get it in yeah. and, you know, have a group together and that kind of stuff. So it, it was huge, man. And, like, we kind of went out with a bang right there. So <laughs> yeah. with COVID and all that stuff, we stopped having, we couldn't have the social runs because yeah. all of the crap that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were still selling a lot of singlets, selling a lot of t-shirts, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Colby moved to Colorado. We had, we kind of, disbanded a little bit but now like we're kind of ramping it back up we're yeah, having no, social absolutely. runs doing all the social runs doing the meetups um and then now we're kind of branching out a little bit so i'm taking over uh, nomad endurance yeah so basically nomad endurance is our cross-country camp um which you were I was a part of which we were we were h- glad to have you <laughs> it was a good time yeah man and <laughs> for all you high school kids um and even if there's some college kids listening like um the nomad endurance camp for 2023 yeah. um, you can go to run nomad com and find yeah. all the information about it i think it's july 20 july 20 something. yeah it's the last to, it's like the last few days of july yeah i, I i've just i'll plug it i'll I put the link in so kids yeah. can
0: go into it but yeah, yeah that was a good time yeah yeah
1: so the registration will open up for that january yep. 1st um <laughs> But anyway, so we I kind of branched that away from a little bit is mm-hmm. um, is so the nomad endurance is uh, the you know the cross country camp and then it also as well as our racing series now. Mm-hmm. So um, we're actually gonna have another race very similar to the Corona five K with live yeah. money um, for our elites and our masters. Um so yeah. it's the Nomad Winter Dash, it's the week right after um, right after the Dallas marathon. Yeah. So for the seventeen yeah so for those that you know want to get a fast time coming in from college or you just want to try mm-hmm. to win some prize money um you know we're gonna have a pretty good group there um and we we are giving money yeah. to our masters so for the people who are you know masters <coughs> division want to come out and, and try to win some money that that's there for you as well too so yeah um but it's all ages it doesn't matter if you're five years so old cool. or you're 50 years old <coughs> mm-hmm. anybody can everybody can come out um so, and then right now, like the big thing is with Nomad is, um, you know, we're making the singlets, mm-hmm. um, the singlets are awesome. And everybody's like, well, who made these? I'm like, we did, exactly. like, it's no, yeah. it's Nomad brand. Like it's, it's the brand. Um, and Colby is, is doing an awesome job, like designing those. And, yeah. and it's, it's, they're, they're so sweet. I, you know, I, I could never do anything like that. So, i um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I let him kind of take that role um and then you know we have the social runs um on sunday we're starting to start doing them uh twice a week you know the church of the long run is what we like to say yeah um we've been i mean last week we had 15 guys show up um and went anywhere from 10 and a half for me being sore um from running the the 8k (laughs) to you know guys running 15 16 17 Mm -hmm. miles so um, you know, it doesn't matter how fast or how slow you are. It's just getting that group together. And that's what is Exactly. Are. Yeah. So that's kind of <laughs> nomad in a nutshell of you yeah. know, kind of the story of where we started, where we're at now and, you know, kind of going forward, we want to grow it where we can have the racing series, um, mm-hmm. and the camp be huge and yeah. as well as, you know, putting out singlets and putting out gear and having everybody wearing a nomad singlet, um, <laughs> uh, so that's that's kind of our our views and kind of going forward. So, oh yeah, definitely. I
0: I mean I had to get a Nomad singlet. You know when yeah. we were at the uh, camp. So I I definitely yeah. wear that. Uh, workouts. I wear it just on runs. And then I have the Nomad t-shirts. I think I even have the yeah. OG Nomad t-shirt. It's yeah. a white one. Yep, it's the like white 100%, with the black. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, man. I feel like Bailey wears that one quite a bit, but it's like hundred yeah. percent cotton. Um, yeah. yeah, I definitely have that from like 2017,
1: 2018. Yeah, man. So that's that's, awesome. that's those are the OGs, dude. And it's funny, yeah. like now, like you know, me being a part of it and having you know having a say and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. It's like, all right, hey, we're putting so when we do a singlet, we only do 25 of those singlets. Mm-hmm. So if you see somebody wearing a nomad singlet, there's only 25 of those around. Yeah. Uh if we, we do it kind of like the Supreme style. Um but it's not like everybody has one or um, right. there, there's unlimited stock. <clears throat> we have 25, we sell them, we're sold out, we're done. So yeah. for me, like trying to get a single, I'm like, all right, I got to pay. I got to pay to get a single like, because you, gotta, you have to, you know, if I don't, <laughs> we're going to run out like that. And yeah. I mean, I think we sold out of one in like eight hours.
0: Yeah. Um, Which one was it?
1: Which one? The, the Phoenix one. Yep. Which, so it has Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Itahara. So we have him designing a few of our singlets as well. Mm-hmm. And he's actually got one coming uh, yeah. in the pipeline right now. So um, you know, he designs for Nike. He designs, he designs for, for all kinds of people. So yeah. you can find him online too. He's he's pretty awesome as well. Yeah. What he does in his work. So yeah, man, that's kind of <coughs> Nomad in a nutshell, right yeah. there. So love it. Now that's that's
0: so cool. Um, and yeah, you guys Nomad as you guys are well known because people wear the singlets and not many people have them. And it's mm-hmm. those singlets stand out, yeah. um, which makes it better. And people ask about it and boom, that's how people go onto social media and find about Nomad. I
2: mm-hmm. mean, um, you
0: guys definitely did a good job of being on social media, getting the group community mm-hmm. together on that. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully December 17th, I know you and I are training for Houston.
1: Yeah, we'll um, be doing it. I'll be out there supporting, holding the stopwatch, and I what's, think. What's the distance for that race? Is that so mile? there's so we have we're gonna have uh, a mile, so okay. and a five k. So we'll have okay. prize money for the mile, male and female. Yeah. and then uh, prize money for the five k, male and female. So gotcha. There's an the opportunity, you know. Say, I, you know, I'll know like some of the college people coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can actually win money as a college athlete if you're running unattached, so yep. you don't have to worry about you know all that <laughs> kind of stuff, yeah. Um, you know, and if we have some of our high school kids, maybe we can do a gift card or something along those lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I we're keep, not breaking I, any I UIO Telling The guys anything. I
0: run with, um, that we need to go one weekend just to Dallas to run with you guys Sunday morning. Um, yeah, it's just, I do. obviously the schedules don't always work together, but my mm-hmm. group of guys and friends, we are. I think a lot of us are trained for Houston and maybe once and the half, but all of us are doing the marathon. Yeah. Um, so our, our like our schedules when it comes to training would line up perfectly, but just obviously making time on the weekends to go down to Dallas so that'd be sweet.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, I, there's a lot of people in the masters age that listen to this podcast that
1: nice. probably
0: would be interested of you know going down December 17. That'd be pretty legit. Um, yeah, morning or evening race.
1: It's an evening race. So actually how we're going to do right. it is we're going to do kind of a glow mile style. Right. Um, so we, we're going to have some lights like over at the start line, the 200-meter mm-hmm. mark. And then we're going to line the track with glow lights and that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it should be pretty good. Uh, and have enough light where, you know, you can run fast and do those kinds of things. Is Tyler going to provide the glow sticks again? Hey, maybe. <laughs> hope so. I hope so, man. He we, I mean, between me and him, I think we... For the cross country camp, we had the glow. mile. Yeah, we was, we had like
2: it. we five hundred dollars worth of
1: glow sticks. We or had something enough like glow that. sticks
0: to cover half a mile on yep, the all entire the way road.
1: out. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so it was, I mean, it that was, that was out was, and back in the it.
1: middle of the road. So mm-hmm. I mean, we I think we had like <laughs> we had like two thousand meters worth of yeah, flight, so glow lights yeah. easily. So yeah, but then man, that's that's some things coming in the, <clears> in the docket nice. for us. Uh, four, four singlets that are going to be coming out over the next uh, six months so that's some things that are going to be happening for sure i have to get my hands on one for sure yeah have to
2: mm-hmm. <clears throat>
0: so going or transitioning like houston you and yeah. i um is this your first marathon since boston 2018 or no it is, yeah, it is. okay which yeah. You and I did twenty eighteen Boston, and if people don't know about it, which they should, it's the year this Linden won, but people remember it of the weather just being awful. Yeah. Um I think Luke, you were I ran, like,
1: I know, I ran three oh seven. Three oh seven, which I,
0: really you're in shape for a way better time.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> but it was I was freezing. probably I was probably in shape for mid two thirties at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just coming off a stress fracture, all yeah, that kind of stuff. Not much training. No. no, so, but I remember, um, I mean, yeah, that was, it was miserable. The weather was miserable for sure. Brutal, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember like us standing there, like we took the bus over, all that kind of mm-hmm, good stuff, and we get yeah. there and we're standing at that tent, and water's just running underneath just, the tent. There was, yeah.
0: Like, I tell kids and people and friends, like, I swear we're in the porta potties for the longest time, just, just,
2: just, yeah.
1: just trying to warm. get warm. Yeah, trying. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember we get up to the start line and both of you and I, you know, had one of the higher up bibs uh, from our qualifying times getting Mm -hmm. in. And both of us were, you know, standing there like at the start line and seeing the elite woman or or elite men right there in front of us. And that was pretty awesome. It was, it was an awesome experience, but like in that race, like I think, I think we went out kind of together the first couple of miles and I'll let you go. And then, um, so I was running well, like I was like, you know what, I'm I'm feeling good. I was kind of stuck in no man's land because I was running that 240 to 245 pace, somewhere right around yep. there. And um, so obviously it was raining from sun up mm-hmm. to sundown, 35 degrees, and about a 20 mile an hour headwind the entire constantly. Life. Yes. Um. So from Boston, it's a point to point. You know, you start out <laughs> and you run into Boston. Um, the Paul Revere Run, as I like to call it. <laughs> yes. Um. And then, um, so I get to mile like 21, 22, and I yeah, came, and hill. came over Heartbreak Hill. I was <coughs> fine. I looked over, saw a buddy of mine, Brent Woodle, and I was like, dude, what's going oh, on, yeah, man? He was like, yep. I'm going to keep going. I said, dude, I'm just going to cakewalk it in. And, <laughs> and then I come over the next hill. They don't tell yeah. you about the hill after Heartbreak Hill. Exactly. Yeah. And I came up, and I was wearing just <coughs> sleeves, a singlet, yeah. a nomad singlet, and um, half tights. And then the wind hit me and I blacked mm-hmm. out and I was like, all right, you know, But um, yeah. I think in that race, there was 7,000 people that dropped out and 3,500 of the 7,000 people were hospitalized.
0: Yo, yeah. Hands down. Cause that allowed me, I mean, that's still, I guess, technically both of her PRs, um, but that allowed me to finish like 52nd, which yeah. normally <laughs> with the 235, it put you in the, you know, 100, yeah. 200, 300s. Uh, but yeah. it's because of so many leads dropping out, and so many people just dropping
2: yeah.
0: out, um, I had a good day. But yeah, yeah, a lot of
1: people dropped out.
2: A lot yeah, of people dropped out.
1: <laughs> I remember about the sixteen mile mark, I run by and I look yeah. over and there's like a big group of people like sitting on the ground. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And I look over, yeah. and it's Galen Rupp.
0: Yep, yep. That's around the time he. did. Yeah, he, he was like out. sitting
1: on the ground, and I was like, oh crap, this is about to be bad, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, but anyway, so yeah, this is Houston is the first marathon that I'll be running um, mm-hmm. since then. Um it it took that race took a big toll on me. Yeah. No. Um sure. mentally. Um I ran a couple half marathons since then. I ran uh 6938 at Dallas and got third. Yeah. And then ran like 72 and some chains at uh Caltown like yep. a little bit after that. Um and then ran some other races here and there and just was kind of in the midst of coaching and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So um with Houston, you know, I've I've taken I I taken, I've taken some time off. Yeah. Uh leading into it. Um but really trying to get back into it um and you know, if I could run sub 2:30, like I think that's I'm, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Um but with the way the training's going I think right now like if we went and ran a marathon next weekend, I could mm-hmm. run 235, 236, something along yeah, those yeah. lines. Um, which would be which would be great. Qualify me for Boston again, <clears throat> yeah. qualifying for any race that I wanted to kind of race race. Um and then kind of lead into that. So um that's kind of the goal is that sub two thirty mark is that's just yeah. kind of in the back of my head of hey, I Same want to get yeah. two twenty something because mm-hmm. when I was in super, super good shape, I um like right before Boston, I, I said I had a stress <laughs> fracture. So um I was probably in 222 224 shape I felt yeah. like um I was running well I was you know running sub 15 for the 5k or right at it um I was doing 4 mile tempo runs at 5 flat I was doing mm-hmm. long runs at 6 minute <clears throat> pace like I was feeling great um and then got a stress fracture in my yeah. tibia and so had to take a couple couple months off for that um, and then, uh, you know, just kind of went out and ran Boston and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's kind of is what it is, but, um, training's going well. I think I am 10 weeks in now, um, mm-hmm. off of uh, like six months off all the together. So, um, you know, it's, it's getting back into it. I ran yeah. 2720, 20, on the grass, um, last week for 8k. But I mean, it was, it was, I ran in flats. I had done like a hard training week that yeah. week. Like I was just like, all right, let's see what we can do. <clears throat> I yeah. ran at A&M. Uh, so I've run a couple of college races as you well. You have, yeah. Just, just for fun. And, you know, everybody asks me all the time, like, oh, how do you get into these races? You know, whatever the case is. And yeah. you just got to be unattached. So you just call the coach or email the coach and say, hey, are you okay? If I come race, I'll run unattached, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and they'll say, yeah, sure, pay twenty dollars or compete exactly. bib or whatever the case is, and you can do that. Um, obviously, if I'm a thirty minute five k guy, I probably shouldn't go run against the college guys because you'll be wasting their time. Um, oh, yeah. But if you're, you know, you're an average runner, sixteen minutes, fifteen minutes for five k, then sure, go run and, and see what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, it's nice. Like when I went into a And M, like I went out in five oh eight and I was dead la- like almost dead last. Yeah, I remember you mentioning um, that I came through, the, came through the 2K <laughs> at like 350 340th place, something like that, and then just started just passing people and passing people and passing yeah. people. And, you know, those college kids falling apart. And I was exactly. just very, very surely we getting... You got age on them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's what my buddy, he's he coaches at Texas State. And he said, hey, yeah. man, can you just fetch up my kids in the back end? And I was like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I was, I ran the... 8K is supposed to be like 4.95 yeah, or 4.96 or whatever. So a little under five miles. And on my watch, I had 5.05. So Did I you? think okay. from having to weave through everybody <clears throat> and go on the Damn. outside and go through, like it was, I mean, it was, it was tough, especially that yeah. many people. Cause I passed like 90 people um, <laughs> over the course of the race. So yeah. it was just, you know, the whole back half of the race was just weaving in and out and passing people and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> Man. It was it was miserable, for sure. So. But you said you yeah, ran in flats? Yeah, I ran in the Zoom Fly or Nike Zoom, F- or something, uh, those. I not,
0: not the Vaporfly, or the Al- not the fly
1: It's or... not the one with the pods, the other Okay, one. so just... the fly so Vaporfly. Yeah, Vaporfly. So okay. I ran the Vaporfly for those, <laughs> which, I mean, it, it was, this course had, like, sand, it was grass, all that kind of good stuff, so,
0: um, you know. It, yeah, it, so that's the shoe I used for Chili Pepper, the 10K, the mm-hmm. open 10K. I mean, I'm not... I don't have a pair of dragonflies, and I didn't want to wear spikes for a ten k. Yeah, that's what I chose. I chose that paper fly. Yeah, I mean, it came
1: in in clutch. Was able to win it. Mm -hmm. Which you knew the chase, right? Chase. Chase. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he coaches at Sanger, which is a Texas uh, high school as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: Because he won um, Oklahoma City half marathon last year when it was on a weird October year, and when I saw him at the start line, I'm like, shoot.
2: Yeah, and like a 107,
0: guy. I'm like crap. He's gonna, you know, guess I'm running for second place. Yeah, uh, but it was pretty nice for me, you know, running that 10k and being on the other end of not being dropped and yeah. actually being able to make a soft move and actually yeah. it was pretty neat.
1: Which nice, like, that's awesome.
0: From the one who's getting dropped. Yeah, and races. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> so let's let's talk a little bit about kind of like the the Houston Marathon. So kind of going into that, the idea <clears throat> yeah. of all that, like kind of the training styles going into it. Let's um, mm-hmm. do. So, like obviously with Houston, it's flat and it's fast, right? Yeah. Um, so, kind of what are what are some of the key things? Because I, I I'm interested to know and kind of what you want, and then also <clears throat> what I what's going on in my head. Yeah. So, like, what do you kind of for people who go to different races and stuff like yeah. that, like what do you see like being a key for Houston versus maybe say Boston, who's a super hilly course. So like what is something you do in your training versus, you know, at Houston versus like Boston or something along those lines?
0: Right. So, yeah. And you mentioned it hilly. So like Boston, we would do like hill repeats. We'd go um, east of Edmond here, which is super hilly. We'd get easy, nice long runs. But like for Houston, we're we're trying to go, because there's a group of us going to do Houston. So definitely doing workouts usually on the track um, and then doing our long runs. It doesn't have to be like super flat, but just finding a good road. That's not always, you know, concrete. It's not always paved. So we're going yeah. out, we're trying to uh, going out to like more gravel roads. We're trying to go to um, it's West of Oklahoma city, but yeah, just, you know, hitting mm-hmm. some roads, they're not super hilly, but just being able to do that. Um, that's probably what we would do. But just, again, just doing those, for me, mm-hmm. it's high volume yeah. when it comes to the miles, I and mean, then just peaking at the right time, tapering at the right time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, I feel like yours, your 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 mind training would be roughly the same. It's just yeah. getting in those workouts that will help you, you know, boost up that confidence. Um Jumping in races like what you and I have done recently, yeah. just to kind of keep that uh, engine going and just feeling good, even though what Houston's ten weeks out,
1: maybe yeah, Less than uh, ten weeks out. Is it? I think we have 12 weeks.
0: 12 weeks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's January, what, 15? Um, yeah. So we have time. But um, for me, now that Bailey's done with running Chicago and training for Chicago, it allows me to do my long runs with the group of guys. And that allows me to you know, run their pace. And then they can, they can run my pace. We feed off each other. So that's yeah. kind of what I'm looking forward to now. Um, but yeah, again, all of us guys up here, we bounce off ideas of like workouts, training methods and all mm-hmm. that. Um, and that's, I know that's exactly what you're doing too, but yeah. that's kind of how we do. Like we, we're going to wake up early this morning um, to do 10 by one case. Only one guy made it out at five in the morning.
2: Yeah, um, I went out <laughs> like
0: 11. I think I went out by 10, but just getting those schedules lined up. Um, but yeah, we're just bouncing ideas off for workouts um, one of my buddies, Ben, He's he ran Houston last year,
1: 223. What's his
0: last name? <clears throat> ben Anderson. Um, okay. He ran for Iowa um, 2015, 2016, 2017. Um, he was on pace for 218, but the ten k, the last 10K really got to him. Nutrition, the pace, 5 pace. pace. Um, yeah. so he finished at 223. Um, so I believe he will be shooting for that OTQ again. Um, nice. We're hoping, you know, it's flat and fast, but we're hoping that, it's not humid, um, which yeah. the past couple of years, because you, you know Texas, obviously, mm-hmm. um, it can be humid. But the last few years in Houston, it's been nice and cool. Yeah, um, especially when I did twenty twenty the half marathon, which was perfect. Um, but it's flat, and it's just finding yourself in that uh, group of guys to run with. Yeah. on race day. So
1: yeah, that's kind and of that's, like kind, of, like that's kind of my <clears throat> uh, my goal is getting in that in that group of like yeah. the elite girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then that like sub elite guys group right Mm -hmm. there and just be like okay hey i'm gonna tuck in and roll because exactly i i run pretty much all of my runs by myself um versus long runs i'll get you know get a group together run with some Mm -hmm. people um that are from the dallas area we have like you know 10 or 15 guys that really train um (laughs) that can all run together and that kind of stuff but most of my long runs are like or most of my other runs my workouts all that kind of stuff are solo man yeah. I run solo. I run everything by myself. Um, and I do kind of a tiered system. So I, I'm a big believer in the Joe um yeah, kind of yeah, training yeah. aspect of it. Um, for those, if you have some coaches that are listening or anything mm-hmm. like that, uh, A Road to the Top, it's a great book. It Sometimes people seem like, they're like, oh, that's way too much. That's way too much volume or intensity or whatever. Exactly, the case is. Yeah. But it's just, the, I mean, it's, it's progressive overload is what it is. So, you know, I kind of do it, like I said, a tiered system. So I'll start like, I do like six weeks. So every six weeks, then I just kind of roll through amp up the intensity or amp up the volume one or the other. <laughs> so I'll do something like, all right, Hey, the first week I'll do one K repeats kind of like what somebody did this morning, um, <laughs> a 300 jog. That's what I do. 300 jog. Cause that's about minute and a half to, you know, however it just depends Um, and it adds extra volume to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so on the other end of that, I'll do a longer tempo four or five, six mile tempo run at, you know, tempo pace, aerobic threshold, 60 seconds over mile pace. And then, so that's week one, like a week two will look like mile repeats. Um, so I increase the intensity a little bit and then I'll throw in anaerobic threshold. So like 45 seconds over mile pace for the goal is to get to 20 minutes where I can run you know, 45 seconds over my mile pace, um, for 20 minutes straight. Um, you know, I did a 5k on the track the other day, um, like three weeks ago and went, uh, 523 pace. Um, so that was pretty good as an anaerobic (coughs) threshold. And then, um, I did, so then from there, then I just built up in like 2k, 2K repeats, 3K repeats, 5K repeats, and then do a Mm -hmm. a long anaerobic or a long threshold workout. So I'd used the 8K this week as the kind of that right there. So, you know, kind of going into Houston, the big thing is, all right, hey, like a lot of people think, oh, I've got to do a crap ton of miles. I've got to do all this Mm -hmm. mileage Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. But my big, my big kind of thing to kind of leave people on training wise for Houston or whatever the case is, is you don't have to do a lot of volume, like yeah. super, like I got to do a 20 mile long run every week. No, like I'll get to 18. Not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. I'll do 18. That's the farthest I'll do, but I'll, that 18 of it, like 12 of it's going to be at 545 pace, you know? Or, yeah. So it's very high <clears throat> intensity, but maybe the volume isn't super, super crazy. Like I've had people that are like, how can I run a marathon? I'm like if you can run 13 miles, not stopping, you can run a marathon. And they're like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like, right, be more specific. I'm yeah. like, so serious. Like, if you can, if you can do the volume and you can do that, mm-hmm. then you can, you can hang on. So, yeah. do stick to workouts what works. Like for mine, yeah, it's exactly, very yeah. simple, and I just continually just build and build and build and build and yeah. build until I get to race day, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, hey, like, let's go back down. Like right now, like, I've, I've got a, I've done sixty, like in the sixties for the past uh, six weeks, and then now I'm ramping yeah. up to seventies for a couple yeah. weeks. 80s for a couple weeks and then just bring it back down and be ready to go. You know, mm-hmm. so the big thing is, and I, I actually tweeted this the other day and got a lot of a lot of love on it, but I'd love I'd your rather... tweets,
0: by the way. Your yeah. Your tweets are perfect.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I tweeted, I said, um, I'd rather an athlete show up to the race a little undertrained and healthy mm-hmm. than overtrained and injured. Yeah. Um, you know, just I'd rather be on the starting line and like feeling good and healthy then getting there and like oh man my hamstrings bother me or whatever yeah. the case is you know, um, so that can be with volume or intensity or recovery or sleep or whatever the case <clears throat> is in there yeah. so that that plays a big factor too so
0: yeah I feel like yeah, yeah we yeah. definitely I think you and I both have the same goals for Houston um, yeah we definitely need a not and we can talk about this after texting but i know like my group of friends want to get an airbnb um so yeah. it's a big group and there's probably a big group of you guys going or people that you know but yeah,
1: we've got like 15 <clears throat> of our dallas yeah, guys going to which is so.
0: perfect um yeah so that's why like okay houston's gonna be the race that's why originally i was gonna do mm-hmm. dallas but i'm like ah, houston's better obviously i want to be your um that's where like okay forget dallas um i'll do houston mm-hmm. um, i think it's just gonna pay off on that for sure yeah man will you wear your
1: alpha flies for the pod um i'm either gonna go i that's what i'm probably gonna wear yeah i don't have a pair of well anymore i i did some product testing <clears> for <throat> them for a while yeah and then um i i was like all right well i gotta be careful what i say i can't say too much <laughs> yeah, um, I know, you know same page yeah. and um but I wore a pair of them, had them, all that kind of good stuff. And mm-hmm. then had to send them back afterwards. Right, after eight weeks. Yeah. And so um, – but I haven't had a pair since. So I'm like, all right, well, do I want to get another pair? Because I know what they can do that with the efficiency-wise exactly. of it. Um, so – but, yes, I'll probably wear those. Um, and I'm a big tights guy. I like wearing tights during races. Um, I just feel like it, it doesn't rub as, b- as bad. No, in, the half in, tights in, are legit, yeah. Um, that's kind of my go-to there. So <clears> – <throat> you know, hopefully we'll have a new singlet drop for Houston and have all of our Ooh. guys in the same singlet. So yeah. that'd be pretty sweet there as well. So nutrition yeah. wise,
0: um because you have you've done half marathons recently, but not a marathon since twenty eighteen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nutrition, do you have anything in mind or anything that works for you that you'll yeah, see so, for Houston?
1: Um kind of the nutrition <laughs> and hydration plan that I tell most people and that I yeah. do as well is so we eat every 5K um, I want you to sip it on something. So at mm-hmm, 5K mm-hmm. mark, take water at 10K. So alternating every 5K. So yeah. water, Gatorade, water, Gatorade, water, yeah. Gatorade. Um, you don't have to like chug the whole thing, but getting a little sip or, you know, whatever the case is. Um, and then I do every uh, like four to six miles. I yeah. take like a Goo or a Martin or something along those lines yeah. to keep the carbohydrates, keep the sugars <clears> in, all that kind of good stuff there. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of the nutrition plan that I go about doing. So I'll carry, you know, three or four different, uh, you know, gel packets. Mm -hmm. And I would tell people to practice with those um, just because sometimes they can have adverse reactions with your stomach and stuff. And um, but the water Gatorade thing, it's pretty easy, uh, you know. And the thing, too, that I tell Mm -hmm. a lot of people is don't hold the cup like this because you'll spill it all over yourself. Squeeze it. Yeah, that was actually a great demonstration for those of you that are actually uh, watching it. But squeeze it like this, and then you yeah. can have a little hole, and then you can drink out of it. So yeah. It makes it a little bit easier for you versus, you know, mm-hmm. throwing it all over yourself and that kind of stuff, too. So. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, definitely Houston will be here before we know it. Will you do any tuna braces, any, like a half or a 10K, anything before yeah. that?
1: Yeah, so I've got a couple <clears throat> tune-up things that I'm going to do. Uh, so I'm going to do the Dallas um, Turkey Trot, which is an eight mile, um, uh, and my mm-hmm. goal is to run uh, threshold pace mm-hmm. uh, or anaerobic threshold pace <clears throat> for eight miles. So okay. it's going to be a very tough effort, um, but um, I think I can go out and do that. And then, um, so two week, three weeks later after that, I will do the Dallas Half. Um, okay. kind of as a workout yeah. um i'll do so basically um, i see this people do this a lot but I, I i really enjoy it um is going out the first six miles or five miles at um or 10k i i, I usually use k's more than mm-hmm. miles because like, it's easier to, to track um but so the first 10k at marathon pace and then progressive from there so say 545 yeah. for the first 10k and then 540 535 530 520 515 510 the bus you know 10k yeah um you know and try to just work it down from there and get a good workout without just totally wrecking yeah. my body and use it as a, a threshold workout and you know marathon pace stuff too so yeah and then nice. and then go run houston so um, but yeah, man, it's, um, I think it's, it's kind of going, it's going good. We're getting the weather a lot better here in Texas at okay, <laughs> 50 degrees. Yeah. I've been running most mornings and 80 degrees in the morning at six o'clock and 70, 80, 90% humidity. So yeah. I'm glad it's kind of cooling off. So finally
0: for Yeah. I mean, you guys are like three hours South of us,
1: but it's, mm-hmm. it's a difference. Like yeah. It, had, it definitely changes.
0: Yeah. We've had some cool mornings maybe for like the last two weeks, but man, once it gets really cool off. Like today was perfect. The workout went smooth. So that summer running is definitely paying off.
1: Yeah. The only thing that we have, like it's, it's just gets really windy. Um, yeah. Down. Like when our part of the Dallas <coughs> area, for some reason, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but like this morning, I had 15 mile an hour winds during my workout. So it was just like, God this sucks, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it makes it tough. Like so there's the days that I'm like, all right, let's go get on the, on the road and mm-hmm. kind of get blocked by the wind. But yeah, yeah, man, that's, that's kind of, you know, the buildup for Houston and, you know, if anybody pumped. ever wants to reach out to me about coaching or other Please, things yeah, like plug, that, plug question, any, this is your time. Plug in anything. I'll put yeah. your
0: social media links and all that, but you do a lot yeah. of coaching. It's pretty, I mean, obviously it's, you're doing yeah, right. Your
1: so I, don't, I don't reach out to people to do coaching. Yeah. Um, so I, if people reach out to me and say, hey, will you train me? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Then I'll, I'll be more than welcome to help you. Yeah. Or if you just have ideas, you know, just like people do with you. If people have ideas, mm-hmm. they live in the Texas, you know, Dallas area or whatever Hey man, what do you think about this? Then I'll, yeah. I'll give you, you know, I'll help you out with marathon training, 5K training, anything in between. So, you yeah. know, that's that's different opportunities, and <clears throat> I'm not gonna charge you for something like that. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah,
0: which is awesome. Um, Luke, before we wrap it up, last question for you. Yeah. Um favorite runner of all time.
1: Favorite runner of yeah. all time. And you probably have
0: a few runners. I don't know, you may have a list, but yeah, because you're so knowledgeable of uh running, you probably, yeah, I've been run. around
1: at a time or two, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, obviously, times. like a pre Fontaine, that's a, you know, yes. everybody's favorite, like <clears throat> just the gutsy races that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first person that really comes to mind is, um, like Chris Zelensky, okay. Um, so he ran in Wisconsin and then ran yeah. for Oregon Track Club and that kind of <clears> stuff, and it was the first, uh, first guy to break 20, uh, I think he went. 26 in the 10 broke the, in the American record in the 10k first guy before Galen Rupp and all those yeah. other people but, before the super
2: shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: he would, he was running like some basics <clears throat> of the basic, you know, yeah. and the race was actually set up for Galen Rupp yeah. and he goes out and just like out kicks him the last 800 meters and wins the race. So, you know, Chris Zelensky, he's just a really gutsy runner. Um, so probably him. Nice. And then, um, Man, I, I mean, that's that's probably it. Like, I like yeah. him. And then, um, from the 5K, 10K, that kind of style. Um, and then marathoning wise, uh, I mean, obviously, the goat, like, Kim Chogan, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. because just watching him race, he just effortless. is so smooth and effortless. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I really, um, like, I think he thinks that he's limitless. Like, he, there's yeah. nothing that he can't do. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have that mindset, <clears> then, Sub two hours, no, like screw yeah, it, All easy right? right. It, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. So, but yeah, man, that's 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 kind of my 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 top three, I guess yeah, I will say. Those are know, good. Pre, pre from the old times, just because he's just a gutsy guy, man. Yes, and then Solinski from just the things that he's done, <clears throat> and then Kipchoge for sure. Yes, yeah, so. yeah. So you said
0: Steve Prefontaine, which is you know. Back at the Nomad Endurance Camp when we had that movie without without limits without limits and yeah those kids had like I feel yeah like none no one knew who they were I'm like oh my gosh this is crazy um, yep but I mean I, I guess it's up to us like our generation to keep showing that movie yeah. or keep talking about Prefontaine because really he would have you know he died at what twenty four um, yeah if he would have been you know if he would have run the limit yeah what a it's, it's yeah, always but, the like, what, like, if, what if what yeah. if yeah yeah, and these kids don't know about him. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's Stephen Prefontaine would be my guy. Um, yeah, just because That's of awesome. what, like uh, yeah, too. But
1: Luke, I appreciate. It. I think we're uh, one twelve. I think I've kept yeah. you past the time. You need to go hey, eat dinner. Yeah, it's a good all good, day. man. Yeah, Luke, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. I appreciate you having me on. You know, I think we have some good <clears throat> conversation, and we'll have to. Oh, yes, we get always it. do. We'll have to definitely jump on and do this again for sure.
0: Yeah. Even if it's like, I would love, you know, after Dallas half or the yeah. trial, just, um, the plan is it's just been talked about briefly, uh, because a lot of us are going to Houston, um, doing a pod episode like that. Cause I think, like a lot of us one, going yeah. On, yeah, I think we're going down on Fridays because of the, the marathon and we're trying to get an Airbnb, but because a lot of us are going and doing the marathon, that's, that would be, epic um so that's kind yeah. of down, kind of what it is when it comes like the podcast world yeah um but no i will definitely you'll be on here before houston again would love to talk about you know how the turkey shot my eight mile yeah. dallas and all that
2: sure hoping
0: yeah hopefully we get to meet up here soon and run heck before yeah, houston yeah that'd be awesome but no thank you luke again uh you're awesome uh keep doing you and i guess best of luck to you and the uh, high school team yes yeah, yeah, weeks. Man.
1: Yeah, we got, yeah. Some, we got some championship coming up, and then yes, me, and you, me and you will get to do it out <laughs> in Houston. So. Oh,
0: God. And hopefully, we yeah, we PR, both of yeah. us, up in Houston. But, Luke, thank you again. Um, but before we sign off, just everyone that's listening and watching, uh, thank you. Always like, subscribe, uh, five-star reviews. That's all I ask for. Um, but, Luke, thank you again. Um, and whenever everyone's listening to this, uh, we appreciate it. But until then, thank you, guys. you. Mm-hmm.